Sexy show is intended for mature audiences only. Foodies love food, Trekkies love treks. If you're a sexy, then you nerd out on sex. Oh! Hello, sexies! Welcome, everyone, to the Sexy Show Podcast, Episode 1. As you heard in the intro song, the term sexy, S-E-X-I-E, is a word I came up with to define anyone enthusiastic about sex. You read books on sex? You're sexy. You like trying new kinky fetishes? You're sexy. You get turned on by really bad Italian accents? Hey, you're a sexy. And sexies need a place to let it all out. Many of us have job, friend, or family situations where we can't be out and proud about all of our kinks, sexual habits, lifestyle choices, and all that kind of jizzle-jazzle. I myself have been fired from a job before for being too open about my lifestyle. That was not fun. Well, now I'm self-employed, and for the most part, I do not have a family situation where I'm judged or pressured to keep quiet about all this stuff, so I'm not gonna. And on behalf of the hundreds of friends I've made online and in the sex party community, I'm just gonna get louder, bitches. Each episode of Sexy Show, I'll be chatting with a fellow sex nerd, exploring their kinks, sexual histories, fantasies, you name it. Think of it like a Catholic confessional, where instead of feeling ashamed and confessing your quote-unquote sins, you celebrate them, like the Gone Wild subreddit for your mind, or the post-secret of sex. If there's something you want to get off your chest, come on the podcast, blurt it out. Just blurt, blurt all over me. What kind of host would I be, though, if I repeatedly asked other people to expose themselves psychologically and emotionally without offering at least the same in return? Not a good one, I'll tell you that much. Nope. It is such a pet peeve of mine when I see music videos and there's a fully clothed singer surrounded by barely clothed groupies and dancers. I don't mind that people are barely clothed. I'm a fan of that. Just, you know, if you're going to make them do it, you got to do it too, right? It is time to take my clothes off. It is time to get vulnerable. Uh, I'm JJ, by the way. Uh, I probably should have said that at the beginning, in case you didn't know my name. Uh, (laughs) I'm in my early 30s. And my ethnic background is Russian, Polish, German, Czech, and Jewish, if you count it. I do not, but it's out there. I'm pretty short and consider myself in pretty decent shape at the moment, but not yet at the level of turning heads. Yet. I think I have pretty big lips and a big booty for a white guy. If you're curious, pretty average sized dick. So, if you like them average, I've got the most average of the averages dicks. I will average the fuck out of you. As far as my non-sexual personality, I wouldn't say I'm an introvert or an extrovert, but maybe more of a oppovert. I'm pretty sure that's not a word, but it describes me very well. Let's say there's a party and everyone's rowdy. I tend to be the quiet one. Same party and everyone's quiet. Now I'm the rowdy one. I also don't smoke or drink. Fun fact, I've actually never been high or drunk in my life. What? That's totally the hope of improvement noise. Anyways, the biggest way I'd consider myself unique, though, is that the horniness dial in my brain is turned way up. Some people are naturally sadder. Some are naturally hungrier. My thing is that I'm constantly thinking about sex. Every day, I probably average about five to ten sex convos with my friends. My computer and phone backgrounds are always pornography. I run the icebreaker games at New York City's largest sex party. I throw small group parties of my own. Combined, I've attended or thrown over 120 parties total. I also own about 40 sex toys and have been honored, 
with over 180 sex partners. I beta tested sex toys, gone to sex and porn conventions, and have even been on a Playboy reality show. I am ethically non-monogamous and could not be more in love with my partner. I consider myself kinky and a true switch, although I probably fall on the submissive side of things. Supply and demand, though, I've ended up being the dominant partner in about 90% of my encounters, which is cool. I found women generally tend to be more attracted to that side of me, so I roll with it. The easiest way to describe my sexuality is that if someone beautiful is into me and I'm into her, there's a very, very, very strong chance whatever she throws at me, oh, I'm down. I have experimented with men and it wasn't really my thing. was not my thing. I consider myself straight in terms of personal preference, but I would argue that everyone's capable of receiving sexual pleasure from someone of the same sex, obviously. As a thought experiment, let's say you're blindfolded and there are 20 people that go down on you, with one of them being the same sex as you. Can you truly say that 19 of those warm mouths felt great and one of them felt horrible? Nope, you cannot. Don't even try it. Another thing that defines me sexually is that I love the overlap between sex and friendship. That gray area, mmm, it is juicy to me. I know most people in the world probably prefer to share sex with either someone they have a deep emotional connection with or someone they aren't connected with at all. Maybe just an acquaintance or even a total stranger. That middle ground stresses people out. You know, they're like, what, what is this? Where is it headed? My mind and heart tend to react to sex kind of like yours does to a hug. You can hug a total stranger or the most important person in your life. It can be a very shallow thing or the most meaningful thing ever, right? Sex is my hug. It's no coincidence that most of my closest friends are my sex partners or my girlfriend's sex partners or both. That's right, both. Side note, my girlfriend is very bisexual. And one added benefit of having a bisexual partner is that we get to share a lot of the same partners. It is really, really fun. Love her so much. As far as my girlfriend is concerned, big picture wise, I will try my best not to speak on her behalf too often, but she has given me consent to speak openly and honestly about our life. She also is a very shy one, at least conversationally. Not so much in the bedroom. She is not too shy in the bedroom. But when it comes to conversations, she is a bit shy. So it may take a while for her to appear on the podcast, if at all. I just want to directly give her a shout out, though, for letting me do this. I am so lucky to have her. And the fact I can even make a podcast like this is such a gift. I won't ever take it for granted. All right. You have successfully penetrated my sex mind. You are deep in there, nice and tight and wet. and That's just describing a vagina. That's, that's not a mind. I just want to give a few programming notes before I wrap this episode up. First of all, I want to mention that the audio quality does improve between the first and second interview. I bought a second microphone because I found out quickly that two people leaning into one microphone wasn't very practical. It was cute. It was cute, but it was not practical. Secondly, I've recorded seven interviews so far, and the guests in this first batch of episodes are going to be people I already know and feel very comfortable with, just like the first time many of us have sex with someone, right? Takes a little easing into it slowly before you start feeling comfortable to try crazier and wilder things. And lastly, it is by design that I'm going to end up interviewing more women overall than men. I'm the host, so you're already going to get a man's perspective every single episode, if the guests were 50-50 men and women, then women would only get about a quarter of the overall convo time. I want to give them more of a voice than that. Additionally, I want to be honest with you and myself. I'm simply more fascinated by the female perspective. 
That's where my enthusiasm lies, and it'll be reflected in the guests I host. But I want to be conscious of that preference and challenge myself to keep interviewing men, as well as a variety of people and perspectives I wouldn't normally seek out in my real life. That's one of the many awesome things about sex. Right? Figure out your biases and preferences and challenge them. Experiment, explore, try new things. You get it. You get it. If you can't tell, I am so excited that Sexy Show podcast has finally started. I'm very personally touched that anyone would give this a listen and support this project. So please, on my behalf, return that favor and touch yourself as well. In the next episode, I will be chatting with a pro cam girl. What? It's an amazing convo to pop my podcast cherry. You simply must have a taste of all that pop cherry oozing down your ears. P.S. I've been naked this whole time. Think about it. (laughs) Foodies love food. Trekkies love treks. If you're a sexy, then you nerd out on sex. Oh!